Welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Krellen, CEO of the American Influencer Association. On today's show, we have celebrity trainer and author, Alec Penix. Alec reminds us that true success starts with a foundation of self-care for the mind, body, and soul. Now, here's our host, Josh Skinner. Hey, it's Josh Skinner, and welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. We have celebrity trainer and author Alec Penix with us. Hey, Alec, how are you? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. It's great to interview you. Well, again, again, right? Yeah, I just I love uh, love your energy. This is always a blast. We well, always have a deep conversation. Welcome to the new show. I know it's awesome. Man. So Alec is a celebrity trainer. I'm gonna. Uh, you're a very humble man, so I'm going to name some of the people that I like that you've worked <laughs> with. Uh, Derek and Julianne Huff, Natasha Bedingfield, the guys in Big Time Rush. Yes. You know, I know uh, Kendall from Big Time Rush. I interviewed him and hosted a thing for uh, Heffron Drive one time. Hey, it's a small world, right? Especially in Hollywood. You, it, you don't, it, you'd be so surprised. Like, I just, that was one of the first big shocks that was like, everyone's connected in Hollywood. It's nuts. Yeah, especially from a Nickelodeon boy band. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's crazy, (laughs) but yeah, Kendall is great. He's working out like crazy right now. Uh, Best shape of his life. So I'm glad. uh, I'm glad you guys know each other. Yeah, it's a small world. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about being a celebrity trainer. Uh, What is it like working with celebrities and going on the road with them? Um, Well, it's been it's been a blast working with uh, with celebrities, and for for a lot of different reasons. One reason is you're you're just around people on that level who are they're inspired right and so they're coming to you to be to take the next level and it's it even inspires somebody like me who is i would say i'm a professional workout guy right like i love it and uh to see their intensity their drive their focus uh, it has really pushed me to be better at what i do uh, and, and it's been a great experience. When I went on tour with Big Time Rush, that was really my first break when I moved out here to Hollywood. And it really pushed me out of my comfort zone in a lot of different ways, forced me to be a better trainer. Not only was I training them in a gym, I was also on their, their diet. Oh. And I was also trying to get them to sleep at a, you know, at a good, good time because it's really about creating habit you know, in, in, in a lifestyle, especially when you're gone for, for three months at a time. And uh, so that's why they brought me on tour so that I could be that guy to sort of instill some of those habits that, that can keep them healthy and that perform at their very best. What is it like trying to get a celebrity to go to bed early? It depends <laughs> on the celebrity. <laughs> some of them love the party and some of them are not really into it. Um, I think Big Time Rush, especially those guys were really focused. Oh, good. Yeah. That's those, good to hear. They, they, were, they were on top of their game. You have to be. You're young. You're still trying to make a name for yourself and... And to take that next level, and so they understood that at a young age, how to sort of instill those those habits that will last them the rest of their life. And it's interesting once you sow the you know the seed, those things begin to sprout up in your life five years, ten years down the road, and you're so happy that you you know had had those healthy habits when you were younger. What do you think is the biggest misconception of fitness? I think it's gaining muscle and losing weight, this aesthetic uh, idea of what people think, what society thinks working out is all about. Hmm. Um, You've known, you know me for a while now uh, with my book, Seven Sundays. It's really this idea of uh, culminating or combining faith into fitness. 
right. or exercise with, with diet and sleep and really creating a lifestyle. And for, for me, exercise is a tool to, uh, for mindfulness, connecting to my body, uh, pushing myself in a way where you, you sort of see what you're made of. Uh. You don't realize how strong of a person you are until you consistently engage yourself on a, on a daily basis uh, where you have to push beyond your limits. And once you go into that place, you cultivate a sense of inspiration within yourself and empowerment within yourself that lasts and filters into all areas of your life. That's true. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, wow, I can't believe today I woke up. I didn't feel great. I feel fatigued. I'm exhausted. Uh, and then you you put yourself, you still get up, work out, you feel so much better afterwards. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just overcame that. That was like almost impossible. It almost seemed impossible for me to put my shoes on and go for a run. And so when you experience that every single day, I mean, sky's the limit for you. There's a lot of people uh, that felt really stuck during the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And I know you did an Instagram takeover for us. And what do you think people learned during this time of crisis? That you ne you don't need a gym. Mm. <laughs> you don't need to go through this huge process to work out. You don't have to put your bag together, put your all your clothes on, and then get in your car, go to the gym, go to your locker in the gym. And, you know, an hour later, you're finally working out, and people are realizing that, oh, my goodness, I can get a great sweat going, a great workout going, and it in 30 minutes in my own living room. Right. And so people, I, I think a lot of times make it an excuse that I don't have time. Mm. And really deep down inside is that they don't want to face themselves. They don't want to face what it, you know, what it takes to, to endure, like in, and to be healthy. Uh, and it's not like, I don't say that to be, make this an overwhelming thing. Um, because I, I want it to be a lifestyle for people where it's not, you know, they don't compartmentalize exercising where it's like, um, I'm going to make time for like where it's a part of it's woven into the very foundation of your life. Just like your, your career, your, your family, your friends, it, sh that's how it should be. And until you create a consistent way of doing things, it'll exercise will never be that thing. How do you get out of your head and just want to break a sweat how do we do it like give us yeah because <laughs> uh, you're like netflix uh, <laughs> i'm in my house <laughs> well you aren't your thoughts oh you aren't your thoughts that and that is where people have the biggest the biggest struggle because either you don't have confidence in yourself or you use it um other things as as an excuse uh you don't feel you don't feel great or whatever you aren't your thoughts and so in, until you can overcome that and separate yourself from the, that, that um, old conditioning of way of thinking, not until you, are, you can see yourself as separate from that, that's when things begin to How change. How did you do that, though? I, just being, but spirituality is really important for me. I mean, huge. So you mean reflection? Uh, Introspection. Yeah, okay. Uh, meditation. It's one of the things that meditation uh, teaches me is the very thing that we're talking about right now that we that it's just thinking uh, that I'm a, a much deeper not to get too spiritual here do it but not to get but we are much different we are not just this body we are spirit right and that's that's a belief that I've had and and when you begin to sort of separate your separate yourself from that you, you realize that 
you're not so consumed by your thoughts or, or your feelings. And that can empower you in a big way. And so that you can still operate and move forward with your goals and your dreams in life and still feel those things. You can still embrace them and, and, and still move forward. Let's strip it down. So say I'm brand new, uh, it's Monday, and I'm going to say, I want to be like, Alec, what is the first three things that I should do on my Monday to make sure that I've got it in me to do this? Well, one one thing is uh, make it easy. Make it simple, mm. right? So if, if that means uh, find a, know where, what you're going to do the next day in terms of a, a workout and do it in your own living room to start it out with, just to create habits. It doesn't have to be this really intense thing yet. You just want to get some momentum. The first thing that we want to do in creating any type of uh, lifestyle changes to, to, to start and create that sense of empowerment and, and movement where we're, we feel like we're, we're, we're taking a step forward in our lives. So that, that's the first one. But with me, I always encounter the, the spiritual element first. And that is I always get up and I, if, if I have time for, you know, I read a good book. <laughs> and I have, and I, and I do about 20 minutes of meditation every morning. And that really helps me get myself mentally prepared. So I give myself enough time in the morning to, that allows me to, to operate and function and, and get everything I need to get in before my, my day starts. So creating a pattern, creating a pattern. Yeah. That's, that's the first and foremost self care is, it should be the first thing that you do in the morning without a doubt, because you're, you're setting the tone for yourself. You're filling yourself up, especially in my work as a trainer. It's all about giving and it's all about being present for my clients. If I'm not present, then there's no point for me to be there with them. So if I can meditate, uh, eat a good breakfast, I can exercise, I am ready to go. And it's, you, you begin to create a consistency in your life and you begin to start coming, you, you pouring out from a place of fullness, out of wholeness. And one of the things I, that I think that we do as a society is we forget about ourselves and we forget about building ourselves up and making that spiritual part of us, the, the inner person, making that strong. And when you make that strong, then everything else in your life begins to change because you begin to feed people in a different way. You, be, you, you begin to uh, inspire people. And, and then when that happens, it's just, you know, sky, sky's the limit. So it's about taking the baby steps and having the small goals that are actually the big goals. Yeah, it's all, yeah. We, we make things too big at first. If it's a goal uh, we have, which goal, I, I think goals are great. But we become overwhelmed by our own goals that when we fall off, then we are our own tyrant. And we be, be, we're hard on ourselves and, and we're like, then we end up giving up. And it's just like this vicious, vicious cycle. We get back on the train again and then we screw up a little bit or we get off track and then we become our tyrant. And then we, you know, it's just like this, this, this circle, vicious circle. So like you said, it's really about creating those small habits that uh, lead up to that bigger thing in the future. And I think self-care is a huge part of that that creating um, for any type of manifestation in your life. Self-care is, is huge because you now have the endurance and the stamina to withstand anything, any obstacle that comes your way. And self 
care includes sleep, I take it, right? Absolutely. I mean, I want to refer to your book for a second. His book is called Seven Sundays. I've read it twice. Uh, You talk about sleep a lot in that book. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sleep is really the foundation of habit in mm -hmm. our life. Oh, wow. If you think about it, they say that uh, this is statistically proven that um, irregular circadian rhythms leads is the greatest uh, cause of depression, where people don't go to bed at the same time and wake up the same time every day. And, and, and so what, what I wanted to do through my book is I wanted to create a sense of rhythm in people's lives where their circadian rhythms, it's basically your, your body's way of responding to light. Once you get that pattern going then your body is in synchronicity mm. and and then your hormones are firing the right way you know your 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 blood sugar re- level begins to balance out and you just have a lot more energy and it's literally the foundation of what we do you know i've shot a few television shows internationally and i've noticed that when i am bouncing back and forth in time zones i go a little crazy yep and uh if i don't have sleep i i'm a I'm, you don't want to work with me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm like uh, things start getting out of control. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I'm, I'm with you. That and being hangry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's hungry and angry. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, we need to find one of those for uh, sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you're totally right. I always tell my clients that travel a lot that the first thing you should do when you get off the plane is go get uh, a sweat going. Mm. It really balances you out, gets you sort of back into the rhythm of things and then you know you'll adjust yourself as you you know move forward on your trip or whatever but i always tell people yeah to to exercise when they're going into a different time zone to to exercise as soon as you get off the plane if you can that's funny i thought you were gonna say take a nap (laughs) no 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 (laughs) you'd think so but it really gets yourself your body back into being present yeah and back into where you are uh because it releases endorphins and hormones and all those all those good things and then, and then you'll be ready to go to sleep by the time, you know, night times comes around. Right. I want to hit on one more thing from your book. Um, you talk about intermediate fasting. Yeah. Uh, can you explain that a little bit to our listeners and why it's beneficial? Yeah. So intermittent fasting works off a 16 hour fast period, uh, and then an eight hour period where window where you, uh, can eat. And it's really is, uh, I, I've been actually doing more and more research on it, and it's it even people like even statistically they're showing that it even builds muscle. Really? Yeah. Just 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 doing intermittent fasting builds muscle. Um, why? I'm not I'm not sure why, but uh, they are saying that just by uh, doing that fasting period and um, it, for whatever reason biologically. It, it, it can promote lean muscle mass, but it also is uh, a sense of discipline, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think we all need. And when we start creating good disciplines in our lives, we create momentum and empowerment. And on top of that, you're, you're actually burning fat. I mean, you, you're allowing your body to uh, digest everything in its blood sugar. Uh, and then you're able to tap into even your fat stores a little bit when you're doing a 16 hour fast. Wow. Yeah. So, and then also on top of that, it creates structure. And I think that's one of the hardest things for people because our schedules are, are so crazy that creating a structure with our eating habits is, is a very difficult thing to do. And so what this does is it allows it, to, you, you really break it down in a simple way. All right. Well, I have what noon to seven or whatever it is to, to eat. And sometimes I can, even if you have two meals within that, it doesn't have to be this I'm going to eat six to seven meals a day type of thing. That's just like not realistic. 
Whereas this is, um, I think, more caters to mainstream media or mainstream, you know, person in that with with a career and everything and with kids and family that it's hard to to figure out good eating habits. So if you can eat a couple meals within that eight hour period, you'll be money. And obviously you want to eat healthy within that that period. But uh this, I think, also restricts you from overeating as well. Oh, that makes sense. You know, so yeah, there's a lot of cool things about it. And a lot of people are jumping on the on the bandwagon here, including myself. And I've been doing that for a long time. And whenever I feel like I'm getting out of whack with my eating, I can go back into inter- intermittent fasting. It kind of gives me back, it whips me back in shape. And how do you spell that? In- intermittent fasting. Is it, it's, like, it's, it's not intermediate. No. How does what is it? I and you're you're putting me on the spot. I n t e r m m i t t e n t. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to correct myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah intermittent fasting. Okay. So uh, I recommend it. I, d- I definitely recommend it. And it's really about what like what I was talking about with sleeping. It's also in the line of creating habits and get you creating structure. Great. Yeah. You know, every day we're we're wondering how we're being influential. And I just wanted to ask you, how do you think you're influencing the world? It's a good question. And I think it's important not to get caught up in that. Okay. Um, meaning just do what you can. Okay. And uh, meaning don't get caught up in the world of social media, like how you're influencing. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. I think social media is great. I, I just think, I think sometimes if you're like wondering how am I, am I doing enough or how can I do things differently? Or like you, you begin to create this separation with yourself and, and this, this need within yourself. Whereas I think with me, I, I've, I've come full circle in the fact that um, it's just like kind of cliche and corny, but I'm enough and, and coming from a place where this is, this is who I am. This is what I do. And if you get something out of that, that's fantastic. Like I, I want to give to people. I want to give what I know, my knowledge and my experience. But if you get too caught up with thinking like, am, am I doing enough then I think that you create sort of a negative ripple effect to that. Whereas just doing what you can every single day with me would be exercise. I mean, I'm, I'm the whole during the, the coronavirus. I was I was doing um, a workout at noon with everyone, and I watched. Yeah, yeah, you, I participated. you, you participated. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was really cool in a lot of different ways, and I hope I'm answering your question. Yeah, yeah. because um, I, I think that for me personally. When I come from a place of like, am I doing enough? It, it, it just kind of, I don't give in a, in a, in a way like I, out of my full capacity, then I think I could. Um, and so I kind of just be and do the best I can. Anyways, I was talking, uh, I was doing my work workouts during the weekday and during the whole coronavirus pandemic, it, I, it was a good way to purify myself because it wasn't really about building my business anymore or about like, how can I expand and do this? It was just really about like, I'm not worried about any of that. What I wanna do is just give, I wanna be consistent and I want uh, with these workouts and I wanna give everything I have so that people get a feel for you know my spirit and who I am as a person. What that did is just, it, when you start giving from that place, it just like comes back to you full circle. And then I think that we forget that sometimes we're always trying to get ours we're always trying to figure out how can I do this for myself? I can do this. And we forget that we're, what we're doing in this in, in the first place is to uh, help other people, is, is to give and to better someone else's life. And I think I was so grateful for that time period 
because it, it, it rooted me in, in that way and it allowed me to have a different perspective and not worry so much about my business and when's my next book and you know when it was just like it was super simple super simple way of being and i can't tell you how many people reached out to me and said your workouts completely transformed me and i was worried because during that time like there was no weight rooms or were open or anything and you were there and we just made it happen looking back at it two months three months back at that and they're like I, I feel like I can do anything. So that's that was like a really big deal for me. Well, your workouts are uh, mind, body, and soul. It's not yeah. just leg day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a deeper, yeah. there's a deeper um, rooted message there. So the book is called Seven Sundays, and if they want more information on you, where do they go? Well, I am most active on social media, uh, Instagram. Um, they can go to at Alec the Trainer. Uh, you can reach out to message me that way. Um, or you can go to my website, which is uh, com, and you have access to my book, like through that, through my website. Yeah, and that, you know, those are really two my two main outlets when it comes to uh, how can you get in contact with Alec. <laughs> <laughs> I believe me, hey, one of the things, uh, my fiance, which also helps me with my business, she's like, you have to be better with social media. <laughs> and so, I, you know, it's it's hard to balance everything out right you go on social media you have your clients you, you know it's just cr- craziness so i'm trying to do a better job everyone <laughs> awesome so follow follow alec at alec the trainer a l e c the trainer yep alec thank you so much for being on the show i appreciate it oh thanks thank you for having me oh, it's always a blast it's always nice talking to yes, you and yeah, yeah. i want us to get ready for the summer we made it guys yes we did it let's come out and celebrate yeah you'll just you'll need to do like a, a a summer video for us alec oh hey i am in just let me know just let me know i'm in awesome we'll do another takeover let's do it awesome. let's do it thanks for listening to our conversation with alec Penix. You can keep up with our latest episode by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. The American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and edited and produced by Michael Sykes. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Hey, it's Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on the Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week.